the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family, and Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. Fathers, as the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God, stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God, thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us. And Father, we thank you for the message that is about to be preached in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, for our hearts that are open to you, that are ready to receive the word of God. Father, help us not to be distracted, whether worshiping at home, on the premises of this facility, these grounds, or in the sanctuary. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, Well, we're going to preach part two of a message taken from Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7. We want you to uh, be attentive, hang with me, and see what God has to say for men and women alike. It's it's for men and boys, but it's definitely principles tucked in here for, for women and young ladies as well to the glory of our Lord. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7 says, The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. And from this particular passage, we want to preach the qualities of a righteous father in a godless culture. The qualities of a righteous father in a godless culture. We are living in a day where our society is degenerating and standards and morals are declining with the increase of violence. We have the lowering of standards and morals are all declining. We have mass shootings all over the country. There's a rise in Christian persecution. Satan is literally bombarding our children with unprecedented evil to actually shape their minds. His satanic agenda is aimed at destroying our children before they can even begin to read, write, or even do math. Satan is also assaulting our children through the music industry, the movies, television, social media, tablets, pornographic images, And on and on it goes. Parental abandonment, along with their secular worldview, have become major factors that contribute to the moral decadence in our society. So many children are left alone at home because of parental negligence. 
where many parents are too busy to be parents. Where are the parents? It is high time for parents to go home and be parents. The breakdown of the family is now at a crisis level. If the family does not do what God created the family to do, society will suffer the consequences. Then you have modern technology, which is another component that contributes to the increase in moral decadence, as well as the breakdown of the family unit in society today. Technology has accelerated evil to a tremendous extent and put our children on the fast track to be entangled by sin and its devastating consequences. Satan uses technology. That technology can be used for the good, it can be used for a blessing, or it can be used of Satan for the purpose of destruction of humanity. Satan uses technology to promote sexual immorality in the home and into the hands of children where there is little to no guidance from parents when it comes to the use of technology. Many parents have relinquished their parental oversight to this world system, allowing Satan to wreak havoc in the lives of their children through technology which leads to deception and the theft of their innocence. In Hosea chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, God warned the people of Israel through Hosea by saying, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. Because you have forgotten the law of God. The law of God, by the way, is the word of God. I also will forget your children. That's, that's strong language. The more they increase, the more they sin against me. I will change their glory into shame. What are we in dire need of as spiritual men and husbands? What we're in dire need of as fathers and young men and teenagers and even young ladies and mothers is to stand in the gap and raise the standard of righteousness for the sake of Christ and our future generation. I say it again because it is so critical. What we are in dire need of as spiritual men, husbands, and fathers who are able to stand in the gap, we need to be able to stand in the gap and raise the standard of righteousness for the sake of Christ and our future generation. We're getting older. You, 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 you might be in denial, but you're getting older. I'm getting older. You, you don't look like you did 20 years ago. N- not even two weeks ago. <laughs> okay? And uh, Satan will wait us out. We who won't move. We who taking a stand. Satan said, well, I can't change them. I'll just wait them out. I'll let them die. Because I've, I've indoctrinated this young generation. I've grabbed them before they can tie their shoe and even do math. I'll wait the old folk out and then I'll take over. 
How do fathers raise the standard of righteousness in a godless culture? I want you to listen. I want you to, to document. And I want you to pass this message around. How do fathers raise the standard of righteousness in a godless culture? Number one, a spiritual father is a man who worships God. A spiritual father is a man who worships God. Psalms 122 verse 1 says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Fathers, it is critical that you bring your children to the Lord's house so they can get the vision of congregational worship, so they can get the vision of interacting with their peers in a Christian environment and be exposed to another spiritual voice to challenge your children in their faith. It is important, dads, that you use the spiritual resources that God has given you and know the church and know that the church is essential in the lives of family today. Satan has duped many believers even into thinking that the church is not essential. You better know it's essential. You better believe it is essential. You need the church whether you know it or not. The church brings great redemptive value to the glory of almighty God. We need the church. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't be dragged to church. As a matter of fact, your children ought to be asking you to come to church. And that's a sad day when it's in reverse. You ought to be bringing your children and your wife and your families to the church. When they're saying, come on, dad, are you going to church today? Something is wrong with that. You ought to take the lead when it deals with the spirituality of your home. Why don't you say amen? amen. The summer says, I was glad when they said to me. Let us go to the house of the Lord. It's just wonderful to see all those men in the choir law singing every praise to our God. That's a wonderful thing. What a spiritual sight in times like these. Number two, a spiritual father is a man of integrity. Say integrity. A spiritual father is a man of integrity. Psalms 25, 21 says, let integrity and uprightness preserve me for I wait for you. A man, a woman, a child of integrity is a person who is the same in the dark as he is in the light. I mean, darkness doesn't bring the worst out of him. It brings the best out of him because his heart is right with God or her heart is right with God. He or she possesses character in his public or her public life as well as in his private life. A man, a teenager, a young adult, a college student, uh, those of you in the military, when you possess integrity, it means that you are holy. To possess integrity means that you are honest. Integrity means that you are upright. Integrity means that you are just. Integrity means that you are honorable. Integrity means that you are trustworthy. Integrity means that you are morally sound. The scripture says in Proverbs eleven three, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Integrity is what gives us credibility as a single man, a husband, a father, an employee, or leader in the church. If you are a person of integrity, you are ever so aware the Lord is listening to you, 
You are ever so aware, aware that the Lord is watching you and knows the intent of your heart. Therefore, you must guard yourself because nothing goes unnoticed by an all-seeing God. God doesn't miss anything you do. And whatever you do, you're doing it right in the face of Almighty God. God is omnipresent, which means he is everywhere. You can't go anywhere where God is not. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3 says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. God sees you when you do good. God sees you when you do bad. God knows your thoughts, good thoughts, and God knows your bad thoughts. God knows what you do in the light, and he knows what you do in the dark. God knows what you do when you're at home, and he knows what you do when you're out of town. God sees you when your clothes is on. He sees you when your clothes is off. He sees you when you're with the wrong person at the wrong time, sneaking and peeking and doing things you ought not do. It's right in the face of God. Matter of fact, if you thought for a moment that God is watching you, you put your clothes back on. (laughs) Thirdly, a righteous father will love his family unconditionally. A righteous father will love his family unconditionally. 1 Peter 4, 8 says, above all, Keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. We're to love unconditionally and we're to love earnestly. As a matter of fact, we don't just love a person one time and when they do something or mess mess up, we stop loving them. The Bible says above all, keep loving one another. Keep on loving. Uh, Fathers, it is so important that you love your wife It is so important that you love your children, your grandchildren, and you love them unconditionally, which is the way that God loves you and me. You never look more like Christ than when you love your children at their best and at their worst. You love your children in their obedience and you love them in their rebellion. You're to love them in their strengths and you're to love your children in their weaknesses. You're to love your children whether they are high achievers or whether they possess academic challenges. You're to love your children at their best and you're to love them at their worst. You're to love them when you're proud of them and you're to love them when they break your heart. They won't text you. They won't write you. They won't call you. And yet you sacrifice your last dime and you can't even find them. You are to keep loving them. Let them know that you love them. And you need to say you love them while they're in your home. So when they're out of your home, your words of I love you will resonate with your children long after they have left your home. Dads, when was the last time you gave your child a great big hug and told them just how much you love them? Your children should see a healthy Christ-like love displayed from their father. It is a tragedy when your children seek love and affection outside the home from those who will abuse them. 
They're seeking love in other places that's going to abuse them, that's going to rape them, leaving them in a lifetime of recovery, all because they didn't get a healthy, affectionate love from the context of a healthy, well-balanced family. Number four, a godly father will teach his children not to yield to the competing voices of this world system. A godly father will teach his children not to yield to the competing voices of this world system. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 and 2 says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. If you obey the Lord your God, blessings will overtake you. I don't know about you, but I sure want some blessings to overtake me. Fathers, it is critical that you teach your children how to discern between truth and error, even from influential people. Just because they talk and they're influential don't mean they mean your children good. You may have influential professors with PhDs sitting in, the, sitting in the seat of authority and spewing out some of the most demonic stuff uh, that one could ever know. And these schools now are set on indoctrination. You may go in being a math major, but you're going to come out knowing math plus being indoctrinated with strange teachings along with the math you're going to be teaching. The world's desire is to remold you to reshape you, to, to, to change your thinking from the way you grew up. They want to get you from grandma's teaching. They, they want to get you from the teaching of the vacation Bible school, the teaching of the Sunday school, the teaching that you received in your childhood. They want to convert you to evil and not to that which is good. And this is done by influential people who serve in positions of authority who are articulate. This comes from people who are highly educated, people who are persuasive, people who are very charismatic in their personality and very physically attractive. Just because they're attractive don't mean they know what they're talking about. Don't look at the outer appearance. Look at the heart. God is looking at the heart. It is the heart that counts. Cuteness gets you nowhere. Being handsome get you nowhere. Physical attraction can become your demise. This world is carried away on how people look. And you can look ever so good on the outside, but you're a stench on the inside. Truth must transcend all of these aforementioned traits. If not, they will your children will be deceived and led astray by the deceptive voices of our day. Your children must listen to and obey the word of God, which is the word of God. Your children must listen to and obey the voice of God, which is the word of God. You say, what is the voice of God? The voice of God is the word of God. I said again, the voice of God is the word of God. When I read my Bible, I'm hearing the voice of God from the word of God to the glory of God. 
Our children must listen to and obey the voice of God, which is the word of God, which will bless and prosper their lives and ours as well. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2 says, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Blessings will overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. If your children do not obey the voice of the Lord, they will not be blessed and fall prey to the subtleties of the enemy, such as getting caught up in rebellion. Children, listen to me well. If you don't listen to the word of God and apply it, you, you, you get caught up in stealing. You're subject to get caught up in drugs and alcohol and vandalism. You're subject to get caught up in receiving attacks on your self-esteem. You get caught up in looking at pornography. You get caught up in confusion about your sexuality and gender identity, receiving bad counsel. You'll get bad counsel when you are away from God. You'll succumb to peer pressure, embracing ideas that cause you to doubt the very faith that your mom and dad taught you, that the Sunday school teacher taught you, that your pastor taught you. And you'll walk away from the faith, walk away from God, walk away from the church to the demise of your own spiritual and physical life. And when people walk away from God, my friend, there is nothing too low down for you to do. People without God is subject to commit suicide. Without God, you'll live in depression. Without God, you'll be fearful and you'll worry and you'll be filled with anxiety and all of this. Get away from God and your life will come crumbling down. Down. Next, uh, number five, a godly husband will love his wife and serve her well before the Lord and his children. A godly husband will love his wife and serve her well before the Lord and his children. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husband, love your wives. That's a command. We are instructed to love our wives. That's not an option. As Christ loved the church, Christ loved the church to the extent that he died for the church and gave himself up for her. He loved the church to death. He died for the church on the cross. Men, your headship does not mean dictatorship. You're supposed to be the head of the house and uh, wives... Uh, who have husbands in the home, you help him uh, to his proper role. Don't enjoy leading your husband. Teach your husband, encourage him to lead you and the family and the grandchildren. Amen. Ask him, what does he think? What, what, what we should, don't, don't, don't have all the ideas. Don't figure everything out for him. A- ask him, will you give us some leadership in this area, some guidance? Could you pray and tell us what the Lord is saying to you about this? That helps, look how quiet he got. That helps him to grow up. Look for him, but he'll never grow up. If you're going to take over, you got all the scripture promises and you got all the Bible verses, you know, and you, you're the neck that's turning the head. Men, your headship does not mean dictatorship. You don't rule your home with an iron fence, fist. You don't. Yell, you don't shout. Your children, grandchildren, and wife should never, never be afraid of you. You should be a joy to be around. They should love being around you. I just, just um, last Wednesday, I was moving around the facility, and I walked in the nursery, 
And I just sometimes see what's going on there. And I walked into one room and the kids uh, looked, at, looked up and saw me. They all hollered, Pastor Dre. And I, I felt so bad. All the kids, they stopped with it and they rushed me and they were just hemmed me in. And I was just surrounded with kids. They even took a picture of it. And I was just, just they were, I mean, they were tight and squeezing and wouldn't let go. You know, and that's the way it ought to be in your home. Your children ought to want it. They ought to be happy that you're home. They, the little ones ought to just jump in your lap, jump, jump up on you without any reservations of you're going to scream and say, don't touch me. I never forget on another occasion, long time ago, one of the grandparents, no, I'm not going to call names, but I was standing about over there. And this, her grandchild was about over here, and he was pretty big at the time. And I'm still my size or smaller. And, <laughs> and he was about, he was a husky fellow. And he was up. And he took off, he saw me, he said, Pastor Draper. And he, shoo. And I'm standing over there. I said, this man is not going to stop. He didn't break speed. <laughs> and he, he took a big old stuff, and he leaped up and jumped on me. And I was holding him and didn't know what to do with myself or him. <laughs> but God gave me supernatural strength. And I didn't pull one muscle. And the, and the grandparents said, you're going to hurt Pastor Draper. Get off him. You're too big to be on him like that. But that's the way your children ought to be responding to you. Are you giving them lasting memories? God set the divine order for the family. It will stand the test of time. Fathers must submit unto Christ, who is the head of the man, and to God's call upon their lives to be the spiritual leaders of their families. By doing so, their families and their future generations will have the opportunity to live with our Lord and Savior throughout eternity. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.